Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Well, the dust has settled and we can finally put the election of 2020 behind us. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like, okay, now we can move on. Doesn't matter what side of the bridge you were shooting for, who you were rooting for. I'm sorry if you're disappointed. Not really. (laughs) I'm not sorry. Uh, You guys know how I felt. I don't, I didn't, I wasn't in love with either of the candidates. I'm excited for Kamala Harris uh, being a monumental moment for history, right? The first woman vice president-elect for the United States of America who happens to represent three categories, right? A woman, a black woman, an Indian woman. Um, and I think that's that's good. And the reason why I say that, and you probably see that more than you see Joe Biden, congratulations, at least that's what my timeline is like. Because the insurmountable odds, right? Period. Women know that we we fight, we battle, we we strive, and that's crazy to me that we never had a woman vice president or a president at this point. So for that part, I'm excited about. I'm excited to see some change because when things are changed, people have to kind of show up. But now I'm ready for them to work, right? I'm ready for them to put their money where their mouth is because we got a lot of work to do here in our state. But I am full of a little bit more hope than I thought I would have. I'll be honest with y'all. I didn't think that I would be hopeful. I am because I feel like just being able to have America show up and say, that's just too much. We're not going to keep perpetuating hate. Even if it was divided, even if it was close, just to have that many people show up to the fight said something to me because I I wasn't feeling like people were showing up to the fight, y'all. Not at all. I felt like I was alone. I felt like we were alone as a people. It was so hard. It was so sad. But the fact that people showed up to the fight gave me a little bit of hope. And I think that Kamala resonated more with so many women because we know that women can do the job and representation matters, which is why I'm excited about today's show with our friend Jamila, founder of Commune. If you haven't heard of Commune, then you probably have been asleep because she is taking the world by storm by creating nude apparel. I'm not apparel, shoes. Can you call shoes apparel? Shoes, handbags, accessories for every flesh skin tone. And I mean every. And at a, a, they're luxury, but they're not so far luxury that you're like having to pay a mortgage for them. They're comfortable. I have purchased some. I purchased the patent leather flats because, you know, I, I couldn't stop. I mean, chocolate patent leather flats that match literally my skin tone. I was all for it. That's my first pair from her. The packaging, y'all. When that package arrived, I was like, get it, girl, get it. Hey, Jamila kicked it, knocked it out of the park. What she's created, her steadfastness, her determination, because I don't, I couldn't even begin to imagine what it takes to go from idea to fruition of creating an actual shoe line, a luxury shoe line in this day and age as a woman of color on different continents. It's phenomenal. So listen, take heed, 
support. I can vouch for her products. They are great and comfortable and made so well. I'm talking my hand stitched, y'all. You're not going to get this kind of quality. So support her. Listen to today's show. Tag her. Let her know how thankful you are, what you think about the show and how or, or tag her in the pictures because I probably will do the same of what you order. So enjoy today's show. If you are like me and you are melanin-rich, then I sh- I am sure you've had some times when people say we're nude and you're like, where am I going to find that, right? Uh, I have had that moment my whole life. And then one day in a magical world of Instagram, my feed landed on a woman who felt my pain. Not just a woman who felt my pain, but a woman who felt my pain and was vocal about it and did something about it and put some action behind it. So much action that she has been seen from Elle magazine, Bizarre, Essence, and now you get to hear her on the Brunch and Slay pon- podcast. Help me welcome Miss Jamela I Chong. Oh, I'm going to say that again. Jamela I Chompong. Welcome, Jamila. Thank you, Amira. Happy to be here. Oh, man, I'm so happy to have you. You guys, she has a brand and a line that is fabulous, okay? When I first saw the shoes, that's where we started. Now she has other items in her repertoire. Uh, I saw what really caught my attention was there was somebody literally of my skin tone rocking these shoes. And I said, wait a minute. And these weren't like cutting paste shoes. These were like high quality. I can't wait to get my hands on these shoes. And girl, tell me about that. Where did it, what made you decide that it was the time to go ahead and make this leap? Yeah. So I think I've always been interested in entrepreneurship. I've always known that eventually I would have something. I was just waiting for the right opportunity. Um, and I can remember in college, starting a few businesses, but never really running with them. Uh, So I was actually living in London at the time. I went to get my master's in finance and accounting, Uh, was working in financial tech sales, was doing just fine, but actually ended up quitting because, you know, when you're sitting at a desk and you feel like your whole soul is dying every single day that you have to go in there. I got to that point and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So I quit didn't have a plan. And then a few days later was on Instagram and this was a height of Kim Kardashian and her kind of nude rush. I saw her, a picture of her in a nude dress, nude shoes, nude lipsticks, everything. And I just remember thinking, why have I never thought to wear skin tone items? And this question quickly turned into a search and the results of the search were, even if I wanted to, I do not have the option because when you search for nude products and nude is synonymous with, with naked. So you would assume that it would apply to all of our different complexions, but no, the person who designed nude products had a lighter or a white complexion. And that's why all nude products are tan and beige and I'm stubborn. So I was like, this will not fly. I noticed a huge gap in the footwear market. I knew if I was having an issue with the other women, not just my complexion, were having an issue. And that's how Commune was born. And the rest is history, right? Mm-hmm. So, wow. So let's uh, now a lot of people have ideas, you know, um, every day they have these brilliant ideas. But I know without a doubt that it was no easy task to take that idea to an actual manufactured product. No. 
Can you tell me a little bit about that journey? Because, yes. wow, I'm still in awe of it because, I mean, I want you to wait till you guys visit the website. That's all I can say. Like just <laughs> all the options. It's like guns blazing. I'm so proud of you. I don't even, <laughs> Thank we haven't you. met in person, but just seeing it. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me. No, it has been a journey. And then some, uh, at the time that I started in, um, and I am a dual US-UK citizen. So they actually have a really good program for entrepreneurs under 30, which I was at the time, sigh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So I actually got a first loan that I used to make samples, told myself that I was going to single-handedly revive the English footwear industry. Did not work out. These sandals that this guy made for me, you could literally bend them. You could manipulate manipulate them. Like, they were flexible. And I was just like, houseway, like, your foot in these. This cannot happen. So, you know, growing up, you're always bombarded with this made in Italy luxury kind of impression. So, I remember I charged a flight to the last bit of my credit card, took my butt to Italy, went to a trade show, Ended up meeting with a guy from a shoe manufacturer that I had found through this consortium they have of Italian footwear manufacturers. Um, He was like, there's something about you that I like, like I'm willing to work with you. Um, This crazy little black girl in the middle of Italy. And I went back, sent him a deposit to get a proper sample made. And a week later, he said, sorry, I'm actually leaving this company. Ugh. And I remember being like, listen, (laughs) I do not have an excess of funds. I have invested a lot in this. And he's like, listen, there's, you know, I don't know what it is, but I'm willing to work with you. So he's now still my current PM to this day. And he has, um, he's been the one that's kind of solidified all my relationships with our current manufacturers. He's guided me through all the steps of how you make a shoe, because I don't think we understand how much work has to go into it. Um, Sourcing our leathers, all of our sampling. I mean, even translations when I'm there. Uh, And he honestly, the brand would not be where it was today, but you know, it's not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. There have been a lot of sacrifices, living with my mom, living with my sister, you know, investing in your business or investing in your rent. That's going to keep a roof over your head. Not seeing your friends. There will be no happy hours, no dinners, shopping. Like, wow, the way my wardrobe has looked for the last four years. Um, And thank goodness in a way for social media, because you can kind of hide all of that. But yeah, I don't think a lot of people think about all the behind the scenes that we go through. I'm so glad you said that because literally, um, man, I know that you're tired of seeing the same underwear. Underwear starts to use uh-huh. elasticity. Yes. You know, like, let's just have this talk because I don't know if we've ever had this talk on the show. Like the beautiful things you see. Let me tell you my secret that I've used a ton when I have to go out in public mm-hmm. because I have not adjusted my wardrobe in years, pretty much since I started Brunch and Slate, is Rent mm-hmm. the Runway. So I will literally rent some outfit that's fabulous to yes. go to these events so that I look the part, right? Yeah. Uh, because every dime I make goes back into my business. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want y'all to hear that and know that it's not, Instagram is called Insta, like, right? It's yep. like Insta, it's make-believe. It is. And it's my favorite, my baby girl's favorite thing is bippity-boppity-boot. That's what, yep. <laughs> yep. that's what we're doing out here, but we're doing it with purpose, right? Yes. 
Yeah, and I wish more people would speak on it. And I think we're all just worried it will reflect on your brand, but we are the people behind the brand. Like mm-hmm. we're building this. These are our stories. And I just wish there was more transparency. But listen, that return policy at Zara. <laughs> I said it. I yes. said it. And Nordstrom's too. Let's be real. They'll take it back. Too. They will take it back. Y'all. Yep. Rent the runway. Started with <laughs> them through this process as yeah. well. But yes, exactly like you said, it's a sacrifice. It is yeah. a sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, and I, I wanted to, I'm glad, I'm so glad you said that because I think we have to go behind the curtain a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And and I, one thing I also love about your brand is the price point. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that it's not just, I'm just something thrown together like the $5 shoe store, yep. but it's not going to break the bank, but you're paying for what you get. And, and, mm-hmm. and I feel like you're taking a stand as a black entrepreneur woman showing us that, you know, my work, my time, my effort, these products, all these things cost, right? Yep. And I'd started to see it in the natural hair care products. I'd started to see it more there where people were raising the price and showing and ushering in our standards and mm-hmm. letting people know. Um, and I think that in order to be where you want to be, you have to align your price point to a certain place or you would not be accepted by L's and the Bazaar magazine. Yes. And, and and that's a huge part. So when you decide it, because obviously you have to source the material. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that takes a, a chunk of your revenue uh, to replenish that. But mm-hmm. when you decided the price point, what was it that made you say, I want to go luxury? I want to be upscale. Um, and I want, you know, why was it that important rather than just get a product out there that we could use? Honestly, I think my experience as a black woman, um, first of all, there are not a lot of products that are designed for us. Um, maybe many marketed to us, but not designed for us. And in my experience with a lot of those products, they're cheap. They're not built to last. They're not meant to exude, you know, good manufacturing standards. And that really irked me because I think there's a strong misconception that our community does not have money, right? Little do they know, right? Black women have been the backbone of commune. They're here buying one, two, three, four, five pairs, placing custom orders. We have the money, but if we are not seeing a product that's meant for us, Someone has done the research, spent the time to create a good product that we know will last. Maybe just maybe you're not getting our money. But I really wanted to create um, an approachable, if you will, luxury brand. Because as we've seen over the last few years, this luxury tag and these brands, they're not always for us, right? They'll take our dollars, but the kind of mess that they'll send down the runway tells you a whole nother story. Um, so it was really, really important to me to kind of enter into this market to show other entrepreneurs or other young women or men coming up that, you know, there is opportunity to create within this space and to take a chunk of the market. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, when you, I speak about it all the time, the two of those big brands that really misstepped, right? Mm-hmm. And I am still furious at people for wearing Gucci. I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. the truth. It makes me, and I know you're in the design space, so you can't say any names, but I can. Um, I don't like the fact that, you know, just because Dapper Dan signed off on it, now all of a sudden we have to support that. Mm-hmm. I didn't forget about the blackface. Yeah. And it's still, 
I don't even know. And there's several industries that have done this from Papa John's to on and on and on. And I want us to be as angry about that as we are at this point about making this movement and making people understand our pain as Black Lives Matter, because Mm -hmm. those are all they all run together. And as soon as we Mm -hmm. keep putting our dollars back into corporations who constantly tell us that they don't value us. Yeah. Either make your own, make your own, make yes. your own. And and this doesn't mean that there aren't brands out there. I'm not saying that live off the grid and only buy black. No, mm-hmm. everything ain't for everybody. Okay. But yep. come on, you can't let somebody call, talk about your mama and then go eat, break bread with them. Like, let's just be yep. real. Where are, where are the standards? And that's why I think I was so in awe when I first saw your Insta. And I don't even remember it was if it was a discovery page or maybe an article I read, but I literally immediately put you, I have a little folder and I'm like, reach out to her because uh-huh. she gets it. And man, I, I, I can't wait, like seriously, to see where you go. And, Thank you. you know, I know that it has probably been more challenging and I'm pretty sure you're like me and you cry in your closet in the dark sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not even in the closet. Just try. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's have it. Let's talk about it since we've opened this door. Yes. In the industry that you're in, I'm sure you've experienced some of the things I've felt where you know that you're putting out an excellent product mm-hmm. and it falls on deaf ears and you're not receiving maybe the, you like you, you have those moments where you are featured in something like L or bizarre. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the momentum stops or you don't get the momentum. How do you deal and navigate with the keep pushing? Cause let's talk about how we keep pushing because there's a lot more nays than there are yeses. Oh yeah. Oof. We're going to talk about it, huh? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about it then. Um, I think, and I don't do it enough, but I think I need to pat myself on the back for just my sheer perseverance because to this day, I've had more no's than yeses. Um, and it is frustrating. And I think, especially in this age of social media, you're constantly seeing other people get their yeses. You're seeing other people hit, you know, various marks with 50, you know, follower numbers or press or influencers or celebs wearing their products. So we're com- constantly bombarded with, you know, a desire, whether we want to admit it or not, to compare. But my friend told me it best, kind of compare and despair. Um, so I think you always got to remember that your journey is your journey. And at the end of the day, and we talked about this, there's room for us all. And you just really have to be fervent about creating your own path because I'm a firm believer that if you put the work in, the results will come. There is, you know, if you work hard, you will get to where you need to go, but you need to put it in there. Um, but no, I've cried and I'm not a big crier, but this process will break you down. And when you least expect it. Uh, it could be the littlest thing that would trigger you, but I think it's really important because I'm sure you can relate. We're encouraged to always share the highs that very, very rarely do we share these lows. And I think it's, it's important because no one talks about how hard it is. No one talks about the mental health aspect. Mm, yeah. And, and a, nobody, a long time, like you become yes. isolated, right? Yep. Yep. And no one talks about the lack of support. And how all of those things, when you add them together, will determine your success. So it is tough. It is. 
Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I'm with you. It's like a, it's a tightrope because I truly believe that comparison is the thief of joy. Um, and I, and I try to, mm-hmm. to be happy in my process. Don't get me wrong. And I, and I don't believe in walking around saying, well, she did it. Why can't I? And, and what does she have that I don't, it's not that part of it. It's yeah. just some parts of it. When you know that you are doing the exact same thing and mm-hmm. no one r- will see you and you know, it's because they've already run a black person. This month. Yes. Yeah, uh, I will be candid. Um, I think you touched on it. And listen, I'll be the first one to say Commune is not the only brand doing this in this space. There are other brands out there. Um, My business acumen will tell me I will not name drop them right Right. now, but there are more out there. Right. Firstly, I think what setting Commune is apart is the whole luxury aspect. Um, The fact that we are able to get our shoes on Lupita, on Tamara, right? When you have brand or publications like Elle and Cosmo and Bazaar, there is that element. So that's one aspect of the brand that's been able to catapult us in such a way that they are reaching out. They are pulling from us. They are willing to, you know, name us. But it is frustrating because at the end of the day, we are a footwear brand. And there are a lot of other footwear brands out there that are a lot further ahead of me, get a lot more press have a lot more people in their shoes and it's frustrating. You know, um, we're not immune to the whole idea that we have to work two, three, four or five times harder than other people just to get what they have. Um, no, I agree. And I understand what you're saying because we are, you know, we're a place, we're coming from a place of love. I wanted to share that because I want, I know that there's someone listening in another industry or in these, either one of our industries who needs to hear that you're not alone. You mm-hmm. see the accolades, but to get an L, I bet you there were a billion things that said no, right? Mm-hmm. Or a billion publications. Same with me. For me to work with some of the brands I've worked with, a hundred of them ignored an email yes. or a text. Um, I want you to know that we keep fighting because we keep fighting. And when you start to experience a level where you do begin to, I, I hate to call them sacrifices, but you begin to pour more love into your business and say no to the things that are distraction from your business, yeah. whether that be a brunch or happy hour, like you talked about, or vacations. You will experience some pain in other levels because I've literally lost friendships. I've lost friendships because I couldn't go on this vacation or or vow renewal or whatever Mm -hmm. um, because it wasn't fiscally responsible. Yep. Um, for what I knew that I needed to do. And my dreams are worth pursuing at this point in my life. I have to look at what's more important for my legacy, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, and so you're not alone if you are starting to feel isolated, if you are starting to feel like people, you don't have any people to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about that community because yeah. I have tried since launching Brent to Slate, I actually, before I started, I, I tried to have masterminds. I tried to go around like-minded people and, and have groups where we would just kind of pour in and, and see where are you, hold each other accountable, help each other with resources and just com- be a commune. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had very much success with it. Um, have you, (laughs) (laughs) um, well, I was selected to be part of an accelerator, uh, pretty early on, I believe 2018. And through that, I was able to meet some other female founders and we still talk to this day and it's just nice. We have a group chat, but it's a safe space. So we vent, 
we share resources, we keep it 100, um, and we know that we can come to each other, whether it's a high or a low. So I think that's important. But and also saying that, I remember that I was very candid about my journey in the beginning. I was sending out monthly newsletters. I was pouring my heart out to these women, um, telling them I was close to quitting. And, you know, I've been quiet because it's been a hard month again. And just even if it was one response, one comment on Instagram, a DM, these things have kept me going because it's validation. It's like, okay, someone sees me. They need this. They've reminded me why I've done this. But it is important to have a community of some sort, just people you can really reach out to, relate to one-on-one and just, you know, cut all the BS because there are politics in our industries. More Brunch and Slay after this. Well, I have been one busy lady, y'all. I have been working on a project and finally it's live. As you know, I started Brunch and Slay as a event pop-up series that totally morphed into what it is today. Along the way, I'd work with brands and they'd contact me and say, hey, we want to connect with you. We want to get in front of that audience. And lo and behold, it became a business. Y'all, I have not been very vocal about starting it because I didn't know what the heck I wanted it to be. But I'm here to tell you that BAS Media is here to stay. We are an extension of Brunch and Slay. We're an agency for folks just like you. I have decided that I am going to use all the years of marketing and sales background I have to help small businesses build and win. That's right. BASmedia.net is where you can find out all the information about how we help leverage all that you have as a small business to get you on the right path to become a big business. Everything from building a website to logo design, brand audits, and even social media management. All under one umbrella, all at affordable costs and rates because I too am a small business and I know the challenges I had when it came time to find resources, people to help us, and even people to publicize us. And we have it all at one place. Head on over to BASmedia.net. Be inspired. Oh, yeah. And the cool thing is I've, and I, and I guess when I say I hadn't had much luck is necessarily with a group, right? Mm-hmm. As far as dedicated and what I wanted to gain from it, what I see other uh, industries doing and other women doing in different areas. But I have connected with some women who are doing amazing things that we definitely, we share website information, like who's doing your website for you? Mm-hmm. Who's doing your graphics? We, we commune in that way. And we, we, we cry when it's time, when you need that moment. And I'm not a big cry either, but for some reason the gates have been open this last three months. Like yeah. I have urged and cried like I've never cried before. And I think for the first time I'm like being vulnerable, which is different. So this must mean I'm in a new season. <laughs> Welcome. Well, thank you, my sister. Thank you. <laughs> but you know, when when we're navigating and we're out here, I, I know right now. So what what would you want to be carried in major stores? Is that something you want for your brand or would you prefer? Because I think about the the great things about that, but stores aren't where it's at anymore, right? So Mm. brick and mortars are not on the rise. So as you think about your brand and evolution, do you want to share it with other platforms or do you want to just be synonymous? I've gone back and forth. Um, I think at my lower point, it's like, oh yeah, wholesale. Like, 
<laughs> give, give, give me a deal. Yeah, you got right. it. But yeah. I've always envisioned the brand. I want to keep the personal aspect. I always want our customers to know that we're here from them. We care. We thank you. We appreciate your business. Um, we're listening to you and we're creating products for you. Um, so I've always envisioned, of course, our own website, but also having flagship stores in major cities, not only in the U.S., but across the world. Uh, I think if we were to be carried, it has to be an outlet ha- that has been walking the walk and talking the talk, right? So I think especially now, it's like you didn't see me six months ago, but you see me now. Why is that? Um so whether it's black owned, I know there's McMullen out in the Bay. Um, she has a great luxury store out there too, in fact, or just other stores and websites that have been conscious about the kind of products they're carrying and the kind of brands they want to support. Commune will not be for everyone. Right. No, I love it. I love it. Now you did something I thought was pretty awesome as a brand. You wrote an open letter on, on your site. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time we're recording this, y'all, we are in the thick of our new normal of people awakening to and and awakening and acknowledging. I will say acknowledging because I don't think that people didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, acknowledging the plight of the Black America, mm-hmm. and and it's rippled effect into other countries and other regions. So it's become the Black movement again, mm-hmm. <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, but you wrote an open letter that I read, I loved, and I enjoyed. And a lot of brands would never do that. Yes. Yeah. What What was the catalyst for you? Uh, I think it was time. And I, thank you for asking this question, actually, because a huge weight was lifted off of my shoulders when I wrote that letter. Not only that, but posting it on socials and then just putting it on the homepage. Because Yes, Commune does what it does. We are an inclusive brand. We are for everyone. We will always be for everyone. But the whole impetus of the brand has racial undertones. Um, I'm about skin tones because I think you can be from a variety of backgrounds and identify different ways. One of my closest friends is Black identifying. She has blonde hair and blue eyes, right? And then there's me who's also Black identifying. I have very deep, dark skin, right? So it's not about your race for me. It's always been about the skin tones. But I've never really broached that conversation, Amira, with my followers and with my community. Because I guess I'd say in a way I didn't know how. I assume if you're here, it's for these overt reasons. But I think it was important to just remind y'all, if you will. Like, I'm a Black woman. I'm a Black founder. I have a black brother, I have a black father, black uncles, cousins, aunties, like doesn't matter my prep school education, my college degree, my masters. There will be and there are people who see me and they see my skin first. They don't know about commune, they don't know about L or Forbes or any of this stuff. So, you know, I think I've been quite transparent as a founder and this definitely was not a time to be silent. And I've always thought of the brand, yes, if you have a lighter complexion or you're one of our white customers, you can get a shoe anywhere. But I want you to understand what you're supporting when you decide to support Commune. And I want you to take that and carry that into every aspect of your life because we need you. We need you guys to step up 
speak up and do it consistently. Like this is not a week. This is not a month. Stuff done changed. So we all need to strap in. Oh gosh. You just spoke to my spirit. I, I mean about the, the I, that's offense. And I think when you have a brand that is inclusive, but you are a black founder, you cannot, there's no skirting around that. Right. There is. And that's something that often I've, and in the beginning, I got a little pushback in both directions mm. for being inclusive. I created Brunch and Slay to be a spotlight for women who were traditionally underserved by media. Mm-hmm. And those were women of color, not just black women, Latinx women, Asian women, Indian women, all anybody who was not white, basically. Mm-hmm. Did that mean that I would not support white women? Absolutely not. What it meant was I was going to give a voice to those who couldn't find one, yeah. uh, a place to speak. And I still stand firm in that, even in this current climate. I still stand firm. So I want good people. Yes. Right? I want to be around good people. And I'm not going to ostracize those who I know are good people. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to be your get out of jail free card, mm-hmm. nor am I going to be your education. Yeah. Um, so there is a tight weight rope. But I think when we have brands like that, it is important that we publicly say something because there are a number of people who are not black who mm-hmm. follow and support us, who if we don't speak up, then they think, well, it's not that big of a deal because she didn't say anything. And I know if mm. it was, she would have. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's a good a, point. Yeah, that's a social responsibility mm-hmm. um, for us. And for you to have done that, I already liked you and I already, I already liked your brand and what it stood for, but that gave me the gold star. That was like, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, for me in my personal life, it's a no-brainer. If you go on my personal pages, you know where I stand. But at the end of the day, it is my brand. And this is one you I am proud to say. What's that phrase I use? My brands are solely my own. They do not uh, represent my company. Mine do, especially with this. They do. Straight up, I'll say it. Um, But yeah, I think, I mean, I lost followers. not going to deny that. And I do understand that moving forward, people might say, listen, keep making shoes. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. You don't need to speak about this. I do. I do. Because the brand was born on it. So it wouldn't even be authentic not to. And I, and I think these, these decisions that, you know, when you don't own a business, you don't have to ask these questions and you don't have to think about the repercussions. And when you're a small business, one who's wearing old underwear and wearing old Mm -hmm. clothes, it's real easy. It would have been super easy to ignore it and act like you were neutral and just post on your personal page. There are a lot of shortcuts that can be made, but history will remember. Yes. Mm. And we will be on the right side. We will be on the right side and it doesn't matter your color. That's right. We all need to be on the right side. Now, on a lighter note, this Saturday, my friend, you yes. can brunch with anyone in this world, dead or alive, doesn't Ooh. have to just be one person. Who would be at your table? Issa Ray. Oh, yes. Yes. Issa yes. Ray. The number of, I don't even want to use the word hidden or small, but the way that Issa and her team so intricately weave our everyday experiences yes. and thoughts even into her show is brilliant. Brilliant. And I just have so much respect for her for being true to herself. Yeah. 
all of her success is more than deserved. Um, and I just love how she, you know, she is a hot shot. She is a big Hollywood actress now, but she seems so humble, so true to herself, and so about her cause that it is very admirable. So yeah, I would love to brunch with Issa Rae. And yes, I would love to invite myself to that brunch. <laughs> you are welcome. Come on then. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm glad you talked about her. She is definitely a woman I, I would love to interview. And I, what I, one moment I knew that she was the kind of woman I love is when she decided to give her show an entire year off. Like mm-hmm. to not have anything last season in order to pursue other things and let, you know, mm-hmm. most people would never take that chance. Nope. They would be so afraid to miss out on HBO, but to understand your power and understand your people are going to be there because we're riding for you, Issa. Mm-hmm. Like, we are riding so strong and you are showing folks what college educated, because they, they don't see the black girl who went to college. They don't yeah. see that on the mainstream. They see love and hip hop. Yep. Right. They see someone who married well on other shows. I'm not bashing them. If that's what you like, that's no problem. <laughs> but when I think about my little girl uh-huh. and what I want streaming into her eyes, I want her to see people who know her mom's story, who knows the kind of young woman I'm raising her to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not raising her to jump up on tables and marry rappers just no. for the sake of marrying rappers. You yep. know, J. Cole has a youngin and he's conscious, then come on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but I love her wearing black brands, her, yes. you know, all the, like you said, the little bitty details yes. and the little nuances that make us us, that make us so cool. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And girl, you got me going. I love Samisa. Okay. Yep. So, now, as you are navigating and you are maneuvering for commune and we are riding and supporting commune, what vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? I mean, speaking of insecure, growth, growth, um, you know, there's so much that we don't share from behind the scenes. So just because things appear one way does not mean that is always the case. Um, I also will say that with any brand, if the support is not there, something's going to get cut. So if you see some styles disappear, um, one of my debut styles of Lucy Sandal, I've had to pull because I just wasn't seeing that support. But lo and behold, when I make the announcement, then everybody's like, what? No, you can't. So I just want to say, if you see a brand that you like and love and you want to support, do it because every single sale counts. Share, tell your friends. Yes. Um, Yeah. I think that's that's all I need. Prayers for for growth, uh, and that we can keep keep on keeping on because you know they say by the second year most small small businesses fail. So entering our third year, we've passed that. But hey, COVID doesn't want us to be great. I well fuck COVID. You know I'm just gonna say <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I'm gonna go on and say it. You know what? Because we are gonna rally. Yeah, And I am receiving and I am touching and agreeing with you virtually uh, on that prayer because I don't want you to stop. Thank you make you. too great of a product. It's beautiful. Um, and and I, I know, I know the commitment it had to have taken to even just get the samples. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you owe yourself at least five years of business just because you went through that. 
right? There are some things that just aren't worth giving up. And I don't think, I think people just, we got we got to get you out and we got to make sure people know that commune is there. Yes. Please. And so I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show. I'm glad that we are going to, our email subscribers will hear about you. Our listeners will hear about you. Uh, they, I want y'all to click these links. I want y'all to, you know, buy what you can. And if you can't share it with someone who can, um, that's what I want. Wait a minute. I thought you might want to know about what's happening next week. So I, at the time I had been freelancing for uh, a um, alternative medicine facility and I had been learning a little bit about herbs um, and how they can help like St. John's wort and other, there are like so many different herbs for different things, for anxiety, for pain, for sleep. Um, So I really wanted to develop products that were not just CBD oil or hemp oil, but were a combination of hemp oil and other herbs that would help, as I say, directionalize the product for the certain effects. So the sleep product ingredient profile looks nothing like the daytime stress ingredient profile because they're supposed to do different things. And, and as we, you know, I want you guys to also know that this episode in particular, if you do nothing else, if you haven't rated or reviewed the show for whatever reason, if you would just share this show in your timeline and just put with the caption, you know, shoes made for melanin rich skin for everything. Mm-hmm. And just let people click those links and they can see in our show notes, they will see a link to the website. I want us to let's, let's, let's make her month. Let's, let's make sure uh-huh. that Jamila has the best month ever. Like whatever we can do, let's do it. I received that. I received that. And I thank you. And I really appreciate you reaching out uh, and making the time to speak with me. Yes, you're so welcome. And and you guys, if I want you to remember, and this is a perfect example, right? If Jamila can go out and get her money taken, get a bad sample, go find somebody, go to Italy, use that credit card, go back and forth. If she can, I can, we all can. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep.